Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Jimmy actually made it in for a show this is, intro. This what is happened? actually the first break. What happened? Did you find a new bus route? Uh, no, they were just on time. Look at that. Nice work, buddy. There was um, a little bit of running involved. Got a busy show today. Mm-hmm. We're going to phone my buddy Ray from the Who's Got Next podcast yeah. to talk about Deshaun Watson. Uh, heavy on the sports today mm-hmm. for some reason. A lot we of got, sports news. Yeah, Wednesday we got Beck Milk. So talk about Oilers. Talk about Oilers. Um, also, a Christmas display that I, I want people to know about. Mm-hmm. We're going to... Uh, Guy reached out to us and we had a quick chat with him yesterday. We're going to uh, touch base with him again. Dawn's his name. And Metallica. Okay, so here's what we're doing with the Metallica tickets that we have today. Same thing. We're going to play a tune at 8 o'clock. As close to 8 a.m. as we possibly can get. Mm-hmm. Okay? You need to make note of the tune and then text it to us. The 95th text that we get into the system is going to that show in August of 2024 at Commonwealth. Okay? Yeah. So, again, we're giving away Beat the Box Office tickets. They go on sale on Friday all week, including today. And he surely has a pair at four as well. I believe it's Billy's birthday today. How old did we say he was? Like 67 or something like that? 67 today, I believe. Yeah. yeah. He gets his goal this morning. I've noticed a trend this year. And, and, and I'm not sure where this is coming from. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna test the waters in this room because I have yet to, to explore this with the two of you. Mm-hmm. Are you paying attention, Jimmy? Yeah. Hallmark movies. Where are you at with that? The Christmas you, ones. You made me watch home, uh, I, a couple years ago. Last year, the year before. Yeah. One of them had some local guy, a friend of your daughter's. Oh, yeah. Forgot about or, that. Somebody she went to school with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not local. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. So it was somebody she was in film school with. Are or you something. sitting down and watching Hallmark no. movies at Christmas time? Okay, good. No, and I would I would admit it too, because like, I admit I, I like rom coms. I enjoy a good rom-com, but yeah. the Hallmark ones, no, I would never watch Can't do those. It. They're just too, they're cheesy and that year I did it, they, yeah, they were very cheesy. Like there was one. Very formulaic how, or whatever. Oh, she's a, she's a journalist and she's going home and she's going to write a story and they're always going home for Christmas. Yeah, they're always From the big city single, to their small little. Yeah. They got a kid and, well, you know, not only does the. Does the does the woman or the man win over her? They got to win over the kid, or they yeah. they were high school sweethearts, and she's dating somebody back in the big city. They just got engaged. 
But now yes! she realizes she's still in love with her high school sweetheart, who's a country boy, and like. So you don't watch them. <laughs> like you made me that. Like that year, you made me watch one. It was called "The Nine Lives of Christmas," and it was a Hallmark one, and yeah. how a cat brought a firefighter together with this girl. I just I don't understand what the uh, the fascination is with it. And this year, I have got like three or four people, men. And a bunch of women admit to me that they are watch. They watch these. That mm. this is like a, a Christmas tradition for them. Yeah. They have their favorites, and they, see, they can't wait for new ones. And I'm like, what is? Like- see, for me, if I'm like Christmas movies, I love Christmas movies, but I'm watching the classics, National Lampoons. We went to the to Garneau on Sunday to watch Elf. Like, oh, good for you! Yeah, we're watching. You know those ones. You took and then, the kids. Yeah, we went to oh, the kids. Went to Garneau, watched Elf. That's awesome. Um, you know, and then if there's new ones out, I'll watch like that Seth Rogen one. Came Twas, out, uh, the night before. It was the night like, before. So I'll move new ones into the rotation too, but they have to be good. Like I'm watching those type of movies, not the Hallmark Christmas like, movies. Yeah. When, like there's traditional movies that we, we've watched as a family. In, <laughs> actually, my dad liked that at, at Christmas time, but... Like there was one cult that we watched since the, we were kids, and it was every Christmas Eve. It wasn't Hallmark, but it was '84. Was the night they saved kid, uh, Christmas with Jacqueline Smith? You know, one of the Char- original Charlie's Angels and a bunch. I've of, never. Hold that. on, what is this? You the were night watching? They saved Christmas. The night they saved Christmas. It's something that we as a family watch every year. We watch the Family Stone every year. Oh yeah, you watch so that the Wilson one, Brothers. Yeah. 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 See, we watch National Lampoons. It's my dad's favorite. And um, Christmas Story, yeah. which apparently the sequel is really good, just came out. Okay. I had read a review that it's actually really good. Speaking of the new ones, what's the Ryan Reynolds remake? Uh, they're Spirited. Spirited. With, with Will, uh, Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. Apparently it's awful. Oh, really? Well, maybe I just ran into somebody that, that watch it that has a hatred for musicals as much as I do. Hmm. But he said it was singing nonstop, singing and dancing through the entire thing. And it was, yeah, he hated it. too much. Too much. Anyway, here's my advice for you. I don't want to tell you what to to, to watch or or what you, you know, do in in the privacy of your own home. Just don't tell me you're watching Hallmark movies. Mm -hmm. Okay? (laughs) Because it's, I just want to make fun of you. (laughs) You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Just got a text from Keith. We're talking about the uh, the Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, A Christmas Carol remake, yeah. remake, Spirited. It's a musical. He said he had to turn it off. Yeah, he didn't realize it was a musical, <laughs> but he turned it on. <laughs> That's the thing about musicals. If you don't know it's a musical going in, you're not going to enjoy it, right? I knew it was a musical, but I yeah. thought, okay, well, it's Will Ferrell. It's Ryan Reynolds. I'll... I'll I might give it a chance, right? Like it's got eighty-two percent on the audience score on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. I've heard too many people tell me that it's just god awful. <laughs> but I, the I people that probably rated that like musicals, like musicals. Yeah, I don't. And think then I'm the people that it. are talking to you don't like musicals. Yeah, that's a really good point. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Okay, mother. We're just talking about Die Hard. The actor Clarence Gilliard Jr., he was the computer guy. He was the guy that was trying to hack into yeah, the building, He, he right? was the one that was trying to get into the safe. So he did all the computer stuff, and That's he was right. drilling holes, trying to open up the safe. 
He was he was in a, quite a few things. So he was in Top Gun. Um, okay, what was he in Top Gun? I can't remember his name, but he was he was the Rio. He was the guy Sundown. in the back. Uh, he was the guy in the back seat. I can't remember who his pilot was, but it was like in the school. So he was the guy in the back seat. Whatever the, they are, like the directional guy, their navigator. What did you say? The what? He was he was the what? Rio. I don't know. That's what they called them in the movie. <laughs> is he making something up? I here? don't know. Just the guy in the back seat is what I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> the navigator. The navigator. Right. Uh, he's also in uh, um, Walker, Matt- Texas Ranger. Walker. He was he was uh, Ranger Trevette. And he was in Matlock with Andy Griffith. I also read he was in Chips. Was he in Chips, too? I think that yeah. was his first sort of foray into, into Hollywood. So, yeah, he made a career out of doing all those shows. Um, and then he became a, a professor at a university. I was going to say he, teaching, like, he acting. was teaching and, and, and whatnot after the fact. Yeah, he was uh, teaching acting. So There's a ton of these people that got into... Like into show business and and had a run like had an okay run and then they're just they're they're gone right yeah and then you see them packing groceries at Whole Foods yeah that go, was uh, hey, what's his name from in? the Cosby Show <laughs> weren't you in the Cosby Show did that ruin your life <laughs> you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross Grant Johnson and James White ninety five seven Cruise FM okay can you look to make sure it doesn't look like it was done by a moron. No, I know it was done by a moron. Don is doing his third annual Christmas display. Lights for Larry to raise funds. Sir. That display is located. Uh, Can you fix it, Grant? Did you just shoot your pants? Yeah, he just... Yes. Don is doing his third annual Christmas... Are we putting that up? It the is. Don post with the, for the Christmas display? That's what he's reading. Okay. Good work, Jimmy. No, it was actually not bad. I just added a little... Spelling and grammar and... Ah, the spelling was right. Wow. You know, you could do it yourself there, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) The Locker Room. Three more reasons for birth control. 95.7 Cruise FM. Calling Ray Roth from Who's Got Next Pod. Calling about Deshaun Watson, the return. He's he's got his first game back with the Browns. They're in Houston on uh, Sunday, conveniently. Going back to Houston. Playing in Houston. His return is for Houston. Wow. Now, I read his story, and I don't know why I love this so much. So a number of his accusers, they're saying the last time, the last count I saw was 10, are going to be at the game. Yeah, so it's up to 11 now, uh, including uh, Busby the lawyer. And I love it, too. Uh, you know, I, I've talked to you guys, well, Lachlan, you and I have talked on multiple occasions about Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, the entire situation is gross. And I like I like it for two reasons. Number one, um, so I was reading the TMZ report last night, and Busby came out and basically said they're trying to send a message to Deshaun saying, you know, you may be back, you may have been suspended, but we're not going away. This is never going to be over. We're always going to be in front of you. I love that. This is also, this is bad for the NFL as well, who botched the suspension. I think when I was on with you guys, I told you it should be a minimum of a one-year suspension. The entire universe agreed it should be, outside of Browns fans, agreed it should be a (laughs) one-year suspension. And I think them sitting in that box, and I'm going to be really, really, really interested to see if the NFL's partners and the TV broadcasters, and I wish I would have looked up who was carrying the game, whether they'll pan to the box. 
because it would make for compelling television. And I think that this is going to get up ratings for the NFL. But I, I love the story, too. I love that, you know, don't let it go away. Don't let this disappear. Because we haven't, since he's been suspended, we haven't really talked about Deshaun Watson. So I think no. the more we can talk about how disgusting of a human being he is, the more we should continue to have that discussion. I didn't even think of the of the television coverage. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way they're bringing it up. Hey. There's no way. I would be shocked if they did. I can't see a scenario where they would pan to that box. So how many women have accused him? Is it is it in the 30s now? So it's over 30. 30 have filed lawsuits. The Houston Texans settled all of the lawsuits. And I believe that Deshaun Watson has settled 24 of his 30. Okay. So he's, he still has some outstanding lawsuits. Uh, I believe the women that are going to be at the game have are clients even the ones who haven't settled are not going to the game so this is i mean this is and listen i'm not a huge fan of the of busby the lawyer i I found i have no problems with you sensationalizing things especially in a big case but there were times i questioned whether his loyalty was to his clients and these women or whether it was just to 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 having this national exposure and and he's always been a get in front of tv guy but this is a this is a brilliant move i just i love this so much I wonder if uh, if it's one and done. Do you think they do this for the rest of the season? Well, I wondered the same thing because Deshaun Watson's going to go to Cleveland and he's going to get a hero's welcome, which I, and I've had a lot of strong feelings about Cleveland Browns fans. Cleveland Browns fans have just disgusted me of how they've been, they've embraced this guy and he's going to get a strong so I would wouldn't put it past him to at least show up to, to Deshaun's first game in Cleveland yeah. to at least make it somewhat uncomfortable for him because I'm thinking about Watson right now just I mean he hasn't played since January of 2021 because he sat out all of last season with Houston then he was suspended for the you know the first uh, half of the season this year and so he's already going to be shaking off rust. He's returning to Houston, yeah. you know, sort of the scene of the crime. And now here's his accusers who are sitting up in a box, you know, essentially with an opportunity to make eye contact with him. And it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, if it wasn't Busby, I'd say, no, I think this will be a one and done. But the way he's handled this entire trial, yeah. I would not be surprised at all. If they're at, if they're at least in Cleveland one time, I absolutely love this whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray, I really appreciate your thoughts on this, my friend. Take care. Thank you. There he is, Bye-bye. Ray Roth from Who's Got Next Pod. He uh, he has quite a following in the football world. If you're looking for a, uh, an interesting football slash sports mm-hmm. podcast, look him up. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. The end of an era. Our golden boy. Jason Randy Kenny, the greatest provincial supervisor that Alberta has known, has hung up the keys to his blue Dodge Ram and announced he's stepping away from politics. He spent uh, 25 years in politics. That's over 1,300 bottles of Jameson, 10,000 cheeseburgers, and countless freedom laps around the Henday. Uh, Kenny says he's now moving into the retired life. He'll spend his days enjoying the tiki bar that he built in his mom's basement, (laughs) mowing lawns for the neighbors in the summer, and watching countless reruns of Matlock. I don't know if there's a connection here or if this means anything at all, but I would like to point out 
that on the day that our cheeseburger loving Randy resigned from politics, Alberta also had its largest earthquake in history. <laughs> Again, I don't know if that means anything. Could be a coincidence, but I just wanted to point it out. Anyways, see you later, Kenny. I'll see you at Humpty's later for the early bird special. <laughs> the Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. It's cold out. Why not treat yourself to a new toque or a hoodie? Locker room toques and glory hole tour hoodies available now. Text Jimmy for the link to shop. He's got 10 years of high school and left of university. Most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now Jimmy, Jimmy explains. So this couple in Brazil found the uh, what looks like uh, a, a mammal's hand. Say it. What? Say it. The skeletal hand of a mammal. They say it's alien, but it's there not. It there it is. There it is. It's not. Scientists actually disputed them because of the... Uh, that it's not human, and it is... I was reading this. that they had taken a look at the chemical makeup of this thing, and there's nothing on the planet that matches what I was... I don't know what you read. It must have been one of your, uh, one of your CE5 Grant? people. But I, the report I the- read said scientists, a biologist said because of the arrangement of the bones, it's An alien it belongs hand. to... A, a, a cetacean, which is an aquatic mammal, like a whale, dolphin, porpoise, because they have Dolphins appendages. Don't have hands. Okay, they're fins. Because if you watch do, do a they, dolphin, do they have a wieners? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but do like, they? Yeah. They mate like uh, similar to we, but what are you watching? Doggy style. <laughs> But but their their fins. Don't do if that you watch them, if they if you watch them, like they turn, like they have, they actually move. Uh, like the a picture human, I a, saw, you're not convincing me that that's from a dolphin. But I sent you a picture of a dolphin fin, and that's right from the encyclopedia, the bones of it, and that's Grant. I think it's alien. I'm gonna go with alien. I'm with Grant. Here. Yeah. Okay, why why is it that I do what Jimmy explains and explain the actual truth? We're the, the science behind. I did not yeah, say you did. We can go check the tape. Yeah, uh, yeah. I said these morons. This couple said it was an alien, the and Jimmy then it just gets you guys going. The Jimmy explains are, are basically you just trying to say it's not alien when it is. It's usually you trying to make it's, your case against science. It's a dolphin fin. Scientists have proved it. Come over to the alien side of the fence. Yeah, it's more, more fun, fun over here. Way it's more way fun. more fun over here. Come on, little buddy. I'm not doing Jimmy explains ever again. I look like ET's cousin. Come over here. <laughs> You're the one to talk. Stretch. Cruise news. Former Premier Jason Kenney has announced he's stepping down as an Alberta MLA. His resignation um, resignation coming two hours after the throne speech which he was not present for. Kenny spent 25 years in politics, both provincially and federally. He ended his resignation letter saying he feared politics has moved away from ordinary prudential debates towards polarization that undermines the institutions and principles. Uh, meanwhile, Danielle Smith unveiled her... <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> back at the ranch, 
her Alberta sovereignty within the United Canada Act, which if passed, the government says, could be used to stand up to overreach from the federal government. So it's all happening. It's funny because it just... I don't know why we we have... This is an Alberta thing where, like, because Kenny had the war room, right? We're yeah. going to fight the back and... And pay $20 million for the war room. And... Whatever it was. And listen, I, I again, I think... He, people aren't aware of the, the temperature in, in Alberta. Like, mm-hmm. If you're not from here and you haven't been here, you're not aware of how angry we are at Ottawa yeah. and and Justin Trudeau, right? But I think, am I wrong? Do most people, just, do the majority of people think this attempt from Danielle Smith is a little bit pointless? Like it, it's got no teeth sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So why why not spend time and energy on something you can actually achieve? In six months, you got to go to the we have to go to the polls and we have to put somebody new in, right? Like, yeah. Like, why not try to do something a little bit more productive? Mm-hmm. I'm just, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're sitting in your car right now. Going, it was no! one, it was one of her we promises, right? When she won the UCP vote, it was one of her promises. Text me. Tell me I have my head up my ass. I just think that this is, like, as much as I think that um, we get taken advantage of and we're we're not actually, we don't get enough representation federally, I think things like this are just, it's... But I think what, it, like, if she's doing it like I would think that she kind of would, would be, it's... A, a, a law to make it easier to fight stuff like that through the courts. But does it or through actually is what, actually what like is saying? Like, does it actually have any teeth to do anything? Because, like Lin- Lindsay said, you know, my last gas bill was two hundred dollars. It was twenty five dollars in carbon tax. Let's go sovereignty act. Screw the carbon tax and stupid Justin. But I just said, but does it actually do anything? I haven't looked at it. I'm not going to look at it. From what I understand, I it's kind of it's kind of like pay attention. From what I understand, it's kind of like the Emergencies Act. Uh, that's what some people are comparing it to, it, the structure of it. Mm-hmm. So what she would do, Jimmy, is she would be, if something happened, if Ottawa did something uh, federally that really jeopardized Alberta, and we thought it was going to actually have a huge impact on our economy or culture, whatever you want to, uh, and she, I don't even know what the example would be. Um well, maybe it is carbon tax. Yeah. You know, an increase, kind of another 30% issue, yeah. increase in the car- carbon tax. Then if she has the power to wield this, she sets it loose and then she can actually, in, and I don't know if this is, works legally or not, she can actually stop the federal government from instituting some laws. It, it what, From what I understand, but she, it has to be... She has to pull the ripcord on it. It's just, it's going. It's not a law that's going into law. It's just something that she's proposing. We establish so she, we can, we can. It's like a parachute in case of emergencies, in case the federal government screws. Like us. what Quebec does, if they. But because they because Quebec, uh, they have protections. They on, never they, they have protections on constitution, right? 
is what it was. Like, no, but it's also prevent. There's a lot of provincial. Hold on, uh, the charter uh, rights and freedoms. We should not be talking about. Yeah, this. <laughs> didn't you learn this in Tabor Community College or something? <laughs> You're kind you, of the expert on this stuff. I went to the university in '94. <laughs> you were what four? Uh, yeah, about that. I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. It's too bad Preston wasn't right because oh. I mean we could call Can you Preston, we could call up Preston Manning right now, and just get his advice on. You this. want his phone I mean, number? We Rest don't have a peace. Ouija board. Rest in peace, Preston. Will Smith was on uh, Trevor. No, I think he's doing like the victory lap here. He's doing the the farewell tour. He's on the Daily Show, and did he not just recently say, "See you later"? Yeah, he announced he's stepping down from the Daily Show. And he's doing a lot more touring with his stand-up and stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. I think again, I don't know a lot about Trevor Noah, and I, I, I you can't follow John Stewart. You, no. you just can't. Like it's unfortunate. They almost should have put a bullet in that show and just done something, called it something different or something. Well, and I've casually paid attention to it and actually feel like Trevor Noah just in the last six months, was really hitting his stride, and then he pulls the pin on it. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. Definitely, I, th- I think there is there is a sense that, um, from what I've been reading, that uh, he didn't really get the attention he deserved based on the fact that he he came on the heels of Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk. You're going to see Will Smith trending. You're going to see clips from this, this, um, this interview that he did. It was pretty raw. Yeah. I watched, I think, a five, six, seven-minute clip of it okay. last night, and so I think I got a good chunk of, I think I got most of it, and um, I've turned a corner with Will. Mm-hmm. I still think what he did was ridiculous, but I, I was thinking that he wouldn't recover, that he wasn't going to bounce back from this. Mm-hmm. That was my sense of it. Um, I think he might now. I kind of think now is the time to stop talking about it for him, too. He said his piece. He's done his thing. Now it's like you do the Trump and you just don't talk about it. Yeah. And I think people will go see his new movie, Emancipation. I kind of agree with Grant. Like, uh, you know, put his head down, do his his job, do his movies, quit bringing it up. If he doesn't bring light to it, then... Everyone will forget, right? People have forgotten already. I think Trevor Noah and him are friends. Yeah, oh, totally. So I think the basis of the conversation there was that, hey, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this, and and you know that uh, movie that movie looks good. His the new Will Smith Emancipation. Yeah, it's uh, it looks intense, but it, it looks. I he, think it's going to be a really good movie. He said one thing. He said, um, "They sat me down. They took a chance on me. Mm-hmm. They gave me that opportunity to do this movie." And and then he starts naming off people that were involved in putting this emancipation together. And he goes, and it's a masterpiece. Yeah. So I am dying a slow death knowing that I jeopardized the success of this movie by what I did at the Oscars. Yeah. Which is Well, and the awards he would have gotten from it. Well, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he did also, he actually made a statement too that he understands if people aren't ready to forgive him and, and actually don't go to his movie. He's, he said, I get that. I understand that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he's saying the right things. He is, yeah. Six months ago, I remember, like, we were on the air going, 
stop talking. Yeah. Just go away. Just disappear. Do we, it's not the same thing, but do the Louis C.K. thing. <laughs> yeah. Just go away for a couple years and then come back slowly. Just reintroduce yourself. Just ease your way back into the public eye. Yeah. It's exactly what Louis did. Mm-hmm. It's like if you get kicked out of a party where you want to go back, you just have to ease your way into it. Right? You don't make a big scene. You just kind of slowly enter, grab a drink. Wait till people aren't paying attention. <laughs> I'm going to pull the curtains back a little bit and just let people know that that was not for anybody listening. <laughs> it was just for uh, Jimmy and I. And, and I appreciate That's why I love you, Grant. Well, everyone can relate to getting thrown out of a party. <laughs> I want you to want Ben Milk. Good morning. I have come to the realization that this team is going to put me in an early grave. <laughs> yes. Yes. Welcome to Oilers fandom. That's right. Yeah, the comebacks are a little stressful. <laughs> well, you know what? You got to take the full 60 sometimes. And the Oilers really have been doing that. Like, we had our so brunch for that event on Saturday. And let me tell you, for the first 40 minutes when the Oilers were down by three goals, <laughs> the vibe at Soho was. A little quiet. Yeah, yeah. A little quiet. Yeah. And then in the third period, just everybody came to life. And then I can only imagine what it would have been like to be at Rogers' place the other night against the Panthers because I was just straight madness. That was another crazy You can't one. turn these games off. No. Like on Saturday, I was kind of like, ah, they're down 3 nothing. They don't really look like they have any life to them. Maybe I'll go do something with my Saturday and then... Well, so they start scoring and happy I didn't turn it off. Well, and it's interesting to that point, Grant, um, it doesn't matter who they play either. Yeah. They could be playing the team with the best record in the NHL or the worst record in the NHL, and they still manage to make this exciting. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it's it is it's must watch TV. <laughs> I'd love to know how many people left Rogers Place on Monday. Just like there's like you know what. I'm out of here. I'm done. <laughs> well, it. You feel so bad for Kachuk with how it went down at the end, and you know. Oh yeah, I hate yeah. to see him blow a tire and fall flat in his face in the corner. That's just the worst, you know. Yeah, just it's, the worst. It's it over. was just great though because he scored that goal. It was a mistake on Nurse on the first one, and Kachuk gets it. And he holds his ear up to the crowd. Everybody's booing him. He loves it, and then to have it end on him falling in the corner, giving Connor and Leon the two players in the league yeah. you don't want to give a two-on-one in OT. Yeah, it's the best. I love it. Yeah, um, it's nice to see them score on those odd chances too. Because so many times this season, it seems like they're passing the puck on their their odd man rushes and turning yeah, it's it over. Just, it's driving me crazy. All I want them to do is shoot just once. Like they might even like it. You know, we got to yell it more. Like it. We got to yell it more in the stands. Well, shoot exactly. and at the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's that always that works. works. Uh, Everybody, so they, do your part. The oil and Chicago. Chicago tonight. This used to be one of those stops that people would look forward to. They kind of suck now. It's unfortunate. Well, then that's the thing that makes me most nervous, Locke, is that yeah. like there's this year with the Oilers, teams that you look at the schedule and you say, ah, oh, they got this. No problem. They should beat this team. No problem. Yeah. I feel good about it. Maybe even throw a couple of shekels down on the game, and then they just drop a turd in the punch bowl, and it's just so upsetting. So Chicago, like you said, is terrible. So you look at it on paper, and you say, ah, oh, 
no problem. Oilers got this, but I've been an Oilers fan my entire life, and I'm a little smarter than that, and you can't trick me. So until the final buzzer goes and our boys are up by at least a goal, I am not getting overly confident about this game against Chicago. Well, they're uh, they're calling it in Chicago. They're using the nuclear option tonight. They're putting Taves and Kane on a line together, so <laughs> they'll probably have career <laughs> nights or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like which, like Jujar Kara. I don't know when the last time he scored was, but he's probably due for one today against his former team. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like that's the way it goes, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm legitimately nervous. I'm legitimately nervous, even though this is the game the Oilers absolutely have to win. Ovechkin surpassing Gretzky worth a mention for the uh, most all-time road goals. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if Ov gets too many more records under his belt, but I would not be surprised if he plays another year or two. He still he still looks really good. Yeah, he he still fills the net. Like I just I, I can't see him not breaking Gretzky's goal record. Like I keep thinking he's gonna okay. slow down as he gets into the back half of his thirties and he just doesn't. Hmm. He just keeps filling the net and no matter how long he's in this league, he keeps scoring from the exact same spot and no one can stop it. It's amazing actually with Ovi. So I just at first, I was very against him breaking he... Gretzky's record. Obviously, I'm an Oilers fan. I want that to stay here forever, but it just might be good for the game if Ovi does it. And just the way he's scoring, I just I, I just kind of think he's going to do it. He's 101 goals behind Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, so. I wasn't... Th- couple I... seasons, he could do it. You think so, eh? Yeah. He keeps if scoring. If he plays three more years, he probably does it. I was thinking like, he, he's going to get two for sure. How old is he right now? Uh, Alex, let me check. I think he's 34, 35. Oh, he's no. on the back half. 37 of already. I was yeah. going to say he's 37. But he's only eight away from Gordy Howe. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Gretzky one's a little tough, though. 101. Right? When did Gretzky pull the pin? What? How old was he? I don't know how old he was, but that was what? That was a 99, right? Like he had 65 points or something like that in his he's last year. He said, he's probably one of those ones where he could have played more. He, he said he knew it was time. He was 38 when he retired. He, he knew. He said he knew it was time to retire when when guys started apologizing for hitting him. Like when he'd have the puck and somebody <laughs> would check him and they'd apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. said, oh, that's, that's, it's time. <laughs> I, time to go. I heard him on a podcast recently, and uh, he was talking about not playing men's any. Like he doesn't play any games, like yeah. nothing. He won't play in any of the outdoor games any or anything anymore. Cherry... Um, he um he 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 fell or something uh, and uh, and he came home and he and he said Janet I'm not skating anymore <laughs> I'm not doing this that hurt too much I'll coach <laughs> yeah he'll coach you could just stand there you know have yeah. a, a have a casual four out of ten buzz going all day yeah. like, that's what I'd be doing too like, I'm Wayne hundred uh, percent there he is so we got uh, a later start too for a road game just a heads up on that one Chicago seven thirty Edmonton Oilers. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, what's your question? So, yes, I find you annoying. I knew that. No, my my question was, is I got up early this morning, like I do, like the... Watch and I watched the new Willow movie. Or TV so that, series, that dropped first, on Disney. Yes, it dropped yeah. on Disney. There were Six. the two episodes dropped. There's going to be a total of of eight. Eight. Okay. So my question is, okay, so I watched this movie and or the show, and it's exactly as I predicted. They actually have real little people. So they're a similar type of dwarfism as me. Willow, uh, he's 
Huge same head, type. Huge butt. Yes, but big heads. Yeah, huge head, huge butt. He's, he's actually. They all have shunts. They all have shunts. No. Are we going to sell some Willow merchandise for shunt awareness? So my question is, okay, I watched them like walk around like there was a bunch of little people, and they walk with kind of a shuffle waddle thing. Yeah, yeah. Do I do that? Yeah. I've never noticed it in a video, like kind of a. Um, I've seen other like they people. Did, like for, uh, you're like, not as much as Warwick it's not as, Davis. It's, it's not as pronounced. And the thing with like Warwick Davis is it, it looks more pronounced because he doesn't have a neck. Right, his head is just kind of on his shoulders. Yeah, he is. He is a, a similar type. He's just shorter than I am. Like he's three six. Okay, so my question is: is I just saw that and. I've never noticed it about me. That's you guys spend a lot of time with me, and I've never seen it. That was kind of my. I. I've noticed when you run. I was just about to say, not really when you walk, but when you run. Yeah, it's uh, awesome because your legs are just given or just. It's funny because I um I've noticed myself when I walk. Because I'm I'm tall and I'm not very coordinated and I walk with a like I got a, a stick up my bum a little bit <laughs> and you and I when we walk together I've actually seen people because I'm also very tall I'm six, six four. foot four Jimmy's four feet tall and like I have, my head is around your belt level yes I have a uh, trust me I know um, <laughs> I have a I have a, like I said, I have kind of a strange gait myself, and then you, you're a little person, which is already interesting, but then you have an interesting gait as well, and you're usually trying to keep up with me by, like, by running behind me, and I've actually seen people, like, when we're at the mall, yeah, and we're just, like, clipping along, I'm also in my own world a lot of times, so I'm not paying attention to you, or how, if you're keeping up or anything like that, so even when I yell, can you slow down, and yeah. you're like, no, speed up, people yeah. will laugh, There's and they, two of my favorite things is, one, Seeing you guys walk down the street from a distance, yeah, it looks awesome. <laughs> Just this odd couple like yeah. walking down the street together, yeah. And then when you guys drive, I don't know why it's so funny because in the passenger seat, all you see is a head. <laughs> oh yeah, when we when we're when we're stopped at a light, yeah. I'll look over to the left and people will be laughing because <laughs> they know the show, right? And they yeah. know that I, I got Jimmy and the old and Subaru. Just see his head, <laughs> just all head. <laughs> My mother-in-law's in town, and uh, we were having a bit of a chuckle. She's she's 77, my wife's mom. Yeah. And uh, we were like, Jimmy came over before the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So we kind of warned her, right? Like, we got a locked drunk friends coming over, Jimmy. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, the midget. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not appropriate. It's not supposed to be yeah, anymore. It's not what we, you're supposed to say. We do it on the show because yeah. Jimmy allows it, and he's trying to take control of that word back because he's annoyed. He's by owning it. the word. He's owning the word. But still, it was funny. And every time she said it, my wife would just burst out laughing. <laughs> to answer your question, no, you don't shuffle like they do in Willow. No, but it's hilarious when you run. When you when you're like going after a bus or something. Oh. When we were at the bar one, and you had to catch a bus, we were sitting on the patio, and there was like four or five of us, and you and the bus started to roll, and you sprinted for the bus. We all lost Everyone, our minds. Everyone's Just dying. Burst. <laughs> 
You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.